Hey pros, Lou Santini here. They're running out and half off. No amateurs, men's and women's t-shirts. Normally $22.95, now just $11.48. The men's tees are a soft, high-quality, pre-shrunk cotton poly blend in sport royal blue. Displaying the No Amateurs logo with the Waving American flag set at the top. The women's tees are a lightweight, super soft, high-quality, pre-shrunk cotton poly blend in royal blue. And are fitted. Displaying the No Amateurs logo with the Waving American flag. T-shirts just $11.48. Please add $6.95 for shipping and handling for all orders inside the U.S. Spend $50 or more and your shipping is free. Available at lucantini.com slash shop. Be a pro. Say no to amateurs and order your half-off No Amateurs t-shirt today. Warning. The podcast you are about to hear is often based on true events and people. It chronicles the dialogue and actions of random, anonymous, obnoxious, self-entitled, unintelligent, self-centered idiots, attention whores, ignoramuses, dolts, clods, nimrods, douches, weirdos, drama queens, overly sensitive crybabies, and people who think they are better, more important, and special than the rest of us. In one word, amateurs. It's Amateur Nation with Lou Santini. We call attention to and call out the amateurs, the people who are doing life wrong, the speed bumps of life, the people that are in your way every day, the unintelligent, obnoxious, attention-whoring, self-entitled drama queen victim types who chip away at the moments of your life due to no self-awareness, common sense, manners, or social skills, and are disturbing the flow of the pros. Hi, Mom. Oh, hi, Lou. Amateur Nation, it's not just a podcast, it's a movement. Instead of acting like sheep, you should find out for yourself. Yeah, you know, critical thinking, the arch nemesis of Amateur Nation. This is episode 222. The common sense is going to be so far up your fucking ass, it's going to dangle out your fucking nose. Fans first, and this is a first. Shout out to Joe Molnar, formerly of Elyria, Ohio, and now in Wisconsin, who led me to one of the three pro things you will hear later in this episode. So stick around. And your post of the week by Unknown. I lo- I tried to find the person who sent this or posted it, but there was no credit for it. It's very simple. It says, A man who lacks purpose distracts himself with pleasure. See anyone hell-bent on listing their pronouns or sexual preference and or identity. As I've said before, if your pronouns and sexuality are the most interesting things about you, you're an amateur. And is it me, or does this show have great production value? I listen to so many podcasts where the second that you hit play, it starts like this. Hello there, and welcome to the Pickleball Podcast where we talk about all things pickleball and, you know, sometimes other <clears throat> things in life, right? And this that's how they talk. That's how they, they, they put this out there for people to listen to. I'm Joe. I'm your host. Uh, hope you're having a good day. And uh, lots going on today. And so today, <clears throat> snore. Ay, ay, ay. How these podcasts even have one listener and make it past two episodes is beyond me. They think that winging it and talking off the cuff gets it done and is interesting and it's natural. This show is where common sense lives and is served up with plenty of bite, funny, and here's a novel idea, showmanship. So, text one person you know, hey, listen to this guy, and send a copy of the episode link, please. And I thank you. 
Here's what's happening in Amateur Nation. Perhaps you'd better start from the beginning. Topic number one. It's time for This Week in Trans Crap. First up, you guessed it, Dylan Mulvaney. Are this dude's 15 minutes up yet? Why no name change, by the way? You're still Dylan? I guess it's a unisex name, whatever. First on the can of Bud Light, now Nike and Oil of Olay and Ulta Beauty and all that. You know it's a common theme in stand-up comedy that women are crazy. Trans men, hold my light beer. He's a sissy. There, I said that. There, that should offend women and trans men. It's a twofer, except for the fact that women in pro-nation can take the joke and understand the underlying point. You see, I don't have a problem with any particular group or race or religion or sex or sexuality, etc. I certainly don't have hate. Hate for me is reserved for specific people that wronged me specifically. And even then, that hate is very short-lived because it's counterproductive to me living a happier life. As I've mentioned many times, have sex with whomever you want as long as it's between two consensual adults. I also think you're free to express your mental illness in whatever way you want, as long as it A, harms no one, B, doesn't disrupt the flow of society, that is, the flow of the pros, C, you don't expect the world to go along with it, and D, you expect special privileges. Thusly, I, and if I may be so bold to speak on behalf of pro-nation, don't want to hear about it. (laughs) Amen to that, brother! There are so many other things more important going on in the world of the United States and in your own personal life than your precious pronouns, gender, and sexuality. Go to hell! Good riddance! See, that's why I don't do that type of material in my stand-up comedy act. Groups don't aggravate me. Groups don't do anything to me. That is, except our current administration. Individual people piss me off, and I talk about those specific instances of the people who actually gave and or give me grief. An ex-girlfriend, a friend, a stranger who doesn't know how to drive, etc. As Ada Luch posted, I actually wish transgender women could get periods. That would end this movement within about 28 days. Next up, part two of this Bud Light campaign You might have been asking, why did Anheuser-Busch even mess with it? Decades of funny and or clever ad campaigns. Answer, this nitwit in charge. From blazemedia.com, Bud Light VP stresses need to get beer brand in decline away from out-of-touch frat boy image to one of, here it comes, inclusivity. Now, right out of the gate, I have a problem with inclusivity used here because, as I said last week, of course, people of all races, cultures, shapes, sizes, ages, religions, and sexualities drink beer, probably even Bud Light. They always have. I'd like to think beer is one of those products that already included everyone. This isn't tampons where you only snag 50% of the market, and of that market, it's only for women of the ages where they're getting their periods, and if you think I'm going to include men in that group, you must be new to this podcast. But again, beer is for everyone. Back to the article. Shortly before Bud Light was besieged by the Dylan Mulvaney controversy, the beer company's vice president of marketing, Alyssa Heinerscheid, said there was the need to get away from the out-of-touch frat boy image to one of inclusivity. Why? Were Bud Light's sales plummeting? Of course not! Have you been to a bar or sporting event or backyard barbecue? She made the change because she, one person, felt that way. 
She doesn't cite any stats or facts that show we're losing the gay population or we're losing another demographic of some kind or even overall sales are slumping. This is a busybody who had feelings and simply wanted to shake things up for the sake of shaking things up. And if there's one rule in commerce, it's if it ain't broke, don't fix it. She fixed it. Alyssa Gordon Heinerscheid, the self-proclaimed first female to lead the largest beer brand in the industry, <coughs> diversity hire, shared her disdain for Bud Light's previous frat boy image during a recent podcast. Heinerscheid described Bud Light as a brand in decline for a really long time. Oh, please stop with the specifics. During a March 23rd episode of the Make Yourself at Home podcast. Again, stats, please. Not to mention, as I listed in last week's episode, Anheuser-Busch produces 38 products. So I think they got a good handle on the market. If, if Bud Light is slumping, Anheuser-Busch buyers are probably buying something else in their lineup. And I get it. General Motors used to make uh, Cadillac, Pontiac, Chevy, GMC. And General Motors, of course, wanted each division to do well. But someone, some brand... In that umbrella of car manufacturers has to be the best seller in GM's brand of cars. Same situation here. But this woman has the fix. Hire a trans man so the frat boy image goes away, is removed. And boy, did she accomplish that. Frankly, anyone who drinks Bud Light who isn't a frat boy might take offense to that. Speaking of Bud Light, the article says, which is the most popular beer brand in the U.S. as of a 2019 report... I thought she just said it's in decline for a really long time. Heinerscheid claimed, and if we do not attract young drinkers to come and drink this brand, there will be no future for Bud Light. Um, ask anyone who's lived through any type of economic recession. Alcohol does not slump. It doesn't. Sometimes it even goes up. With 38 alcoholic beverages to choose from in the Anheuser-Busch lineup. Instead of ruining something that was already established, perhaps she could have met with the marketing people for the Ritas. Those are disgusting. No frat boy I know or have known would be caught dead drinking that piss. Okay, Louisa May, go play your ballerina ball. Just leave your penis in the bucket. So less than four years ago, Bud Light, a light beer was the most popular beer brand in America. It's the same as how Diet Coke was even more popular than regular Coke. But she fixed it. The article says Heinerscheid stressed a need to evolve and elevate the Bud Light brand because she feels it. She feels it. Man, I wish I had her job. All the job requires is leaving things alone. What does evolve and elevate mean? It means inclusivity, Heinerscheid declared. No, that's not what those words mean. Literally, not what they mean. It, she said it means shifting the tone. It means having a campaign that's truly inclusive and feels lighter and brighter and different and appeals to women and to men. And representation is sort of the heart of revolution. Oh, A, what a pioneer. B, this new revolution has maligned men and dismissed them after decades of customer loyalty. What's the old saying? It takes years to build a reputation, and one action can ruin it in an instant. I'd be very surprised 
if Heinerscheid got fired because she's a woman, despite the fact that she did actually the opposite of what her job requires, help Bud Light make more money, sell more beer. The occasional dip in sales is normal based on the time of the year and what your competitors are doing. I get it. But when you make your parent company lose more than $6 billion in a couple weeks, yeah, I think you should be blackballed from any and all marketing jobs. That's not going to exactly look good on a resume. Anheuser-Busch? Fine, and how's your dick? Apparently, tucked back. Watch for Amateur Nation to spin it. See? Everyone is bigoted and prejudiced against trans people. Yeah, or, or, could it be the majority of pro-nation is sick of having the transgender cult propaganda inserted everywhere in an effort to give attention to the mentally ill? Not to mention, there is such a thing as slapping the face of your fan base. Amateur Nation, and this includes our current administration, stay the fuck out of our lives. We want to be left alone. But since Amateur Nation never learns, this from Newsweek.com. Nike makes Dylan Mulvaney sports bra model days after Bud Light Fuhrer. I guess Nike's thought was, well, we're already in the child slave shoemaking business, how can we screw this up further? Meet Nike Women's Newest Ambassador, a biological man, wrote influencer Oli London, sharing Mulvaney's video clip of her wearing Nike's gear. Dylan Mulvaney is now being paid by Nike Women to promote sports bras, even though he's a man. Another day, another company slapping all the women in the face by mocking them and paying a man to take their place, he wrote. Here's not a dumb question. Why does Dylan need a sports bra? You ain't got nothing up there. That's right. They're breasts. Big deal. Ah, it's all part of the playing pretend. So you want me to dress up like a girl and run around with pom-poms? Yes. It's not enough for these companies to merely drop their woke crap. The first company that has its CEO or president go on camera in a commercial and look into the lens and apologize gets my business back, and it better be good. No platitudes and doublespeak, and we're sorry for what happened. We're sorry we tried to... No, no, no. I need to hear this. We screwed up. We apologized to our fan base. We're going to put things back the way it was, and we're going to get in the business of whatever it is that they sell or product or service that they push. That's the only way I go back. And now this. Topic number two. Got a Tesla? Keep your pants on. From redstate.com, here's your headline. Tesla accused of breaching customer privacy with secretly shared camera footage. The article says Reuters reported that between 2019 and 2022, groups of Tesla employees privately shared via an internal messaging system sometimes highly invasive videos and images recorded by customers' car cameras. The authors interviewed nine former Tesla employees who informed them that some of these recordings captured customers in embarrassing situations. In one instance, one of the former workers discussed footage of a man walking to the vehicle in the nude. (laughs) Okay. There were more videos that surfaced among employees. From the report, also shared crashes and road rage incidents. One crash video in 2021 showed a Tesla driving at high speed in a residential area, hitting a child that was riding a bike. According to another ex-employee, the child flew in one direction, the bike in another. 
The video spread around a Tesla office in San Mateo, California via private one-on-one chats like wildfire, the ex-employee said. Other images were more mundane, such, such as pictures of dogs and funny road signs that employees made into memes by embellishing them with amusing captions or commentary before posting them in private group chats. The article says in its customer privacy notice, Tesla notes that its camera recordings remain anonymous and are not linked to you or your vehicle. Th- that could be the, one of the most insulting, intelligence-insulting statements I've read in a long time. The article continues, but the employees Reuters interviewed say this is not accurate. The news outlet eventually interviewed about 300 former Tesla employees about the matter. One individual said, we could see inside people's garages and their private properties. Let's say that a Tesla customer had something in their garage that was distinctive. You know, people would post those kinds of things. In another instance, the company found out that customers were having problems with Teslas on autopilot not functioning properly. Two former employees said they were asked to monitor images of customers around their homes. One of the workers said, I sometimes wondered if these people know that we're seeing that. I saw some scandalous stuff sometimes, you know, like I did see scenes of intimacy, but not nudity, another said, which I'm not buying that. And there was just definitely a lot of stuff like that I wouldn't want anybody to see about my life. A former employee said it was a breach of privacy, to be honest, and I always joked that I would never buy a Tesla after seeing how they treated some of these people. Another told Reuters, I'm bothered by it because the people who buy the car, I don't think they know what uh, that their privacy is like not respected. We could see them doing laundry and really intimate things. We could see their kids. One of the former Tesla employees told Reuters that sharing these images was commonly done for fun. According to several ex-employees, some labelers shared screenshots, sometimes marked up using Adobe Photoshop, in private group chats on Mattermost, Tesla's internal messaging system. There, they would attract responses from other workers and managers. Participants would also add their own marked-up images, jokes, or emojis to keep the conversation going. Some of the emojis were custom-created to reference office inside jokes, several ex-employees said. Another said sharing the images was a way to break the monotony. Oh, I'm sorry. Is your job not exciting and rewarding enough working at a company at the forefront of automobile technology? Fired. The article continues saying that a California man has filed a lawsuit against Tesla over the privacy issue. The suit alleges that the cameras in the company's vehicles captured highly invasive videos and images of the car's owners, which Tesla employees were able to access not for the stated purposes of communication, fulfillment of services, and enhancement of Tesla vehicle driving systems, but for the tasteless and tortious entertainment of Tesla employees and perhaps those outside the company and the humiliation of those surreptitiously recorded. That such videos and images were made available to Tesla employees to view and share at will and for improper purposes affects each and every person with a Tesla vehicle their families, passengers, and even guests in their homes, the filing reads. So far, Tesla CEO Elon Musk has not commented on the Reuters report, but with concerns over privacy becoming more commonplace, this story will likely gain more traction, especially if more evidence of privacy violations come to light. Fuck! Even in the future, nothing works! 
Some sizes of No Amateurs tees are either out of stock or pretty damn close. Go to lusantini.com shop to snag yours for half off. Sneak Peek Thursdays happen on my YouTube channel, at Lou Santini. Getter, at Lou Santini. Truth Social, at Lou Santini 3. When we come back, Amateur Nation vocalizes its hypocrisy. In topic number three, next. There's been an odd shift in human behavior over the last 15 plus years. A sense of entitlement. A constant need for attention. Ironically coupled with the need to be left alone. A desire to be treated the same as everyone else. Stupidly combined with the mindset of, I'm special, so treat me accordingly. Introducing the book, Amateur Nation. The decline of common sense manners and social skills. The second edition. Inside, you'll read the amateur mission statement. The 30 truths about amateurs. The four stages of being an amateur. Amateur habitats and history. Social media plus me, me, me equals amateur. Technology and amateur behavior. With dozens of real funny photos, weird signs, and laugh out loud real life accounts and actual conversations vividly showing how us pros are surrounded by amateur nation every day. Download the expanded second edition of the ebook Amateur Nation, the decline of common sense manners and social skills. The second expanded edition, available now. Be a pro. Go to Amazon. Type Amateur Nation. Hi, pros. Lou Santini here, host of Amateur Nation. My dry bar comedy special, Amateur Nation, is now available. And you can get a free month subscription to dry bar comedy just for being a listener of this podcast. And just like this show, if you're allergic to a lack of common sense in today's world and you like your comedy delivered with uncompromising tell-it-like-it-is bite, then check out my half-hour comedy special, Amateur Nation, for free. Go to drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S and use promo code Lou Santini, L-O-U-S-A-N-T-I-N-I, and you'll get a free month of clean comedy. That will probably still offend Amateur Nation. Drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S and promo code Lou Santini. This is my way of saying thank you to the pros who listen to this show every week. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast, it's a movement. Topic number three. Hit me! It's time for Amateur Nation on the Street in these man-in-the-street type interviews via PragerU. First up, should trans athletes be allowed in the Olympics? Do you think that transgender athletes should be competing in the Olympics in their transition gender? I think that they definitely should. I honestly think that uh, it's worth a road test or, you know what I mean? I say let them, you know, let them in and let's see how it goes. It's the Olympics. Wrong! That's wrong! Funny how an amateur nation, it's always okay when it's other people's money, other people's ambition, other people's work, other people's endeavors. And her comment, well, come on, it's the Olympics. Uh, does she not get that the Olympics is the pinnacle of athletic achievement? You're representing your country. You're not getting paid. She says it like, well, it's practice. It's not for realsies. If uh, you have hormones that give you more strength and more agility, that is a problem. You should have a, a class of those people doing their thing. Let's see who's the strongest of the transgenders are. There was a girl in Connecticut who was the, one of the top runners in the state. Uh, and then three guys, basically, they transitioned, became women. And they beat her in the final race of the year for her track. And then she missed out on scholarships because they transitioned and beat her because they were, you know, men run faster than women on average. And they beat her. That's manipulating the, the system to get ahead. 
Next up, this audio from a video posted by King Cobra Hustlers on Instagram, where the interviewer asks random people during a huge demonstration of thousands of people happening in the Netherlands. All of them are marching and shouting and, of course, brandishing picket signs reading, Refugees, welcome. The interviewer is asking these protesters to sign something stating that a refugee can stay in their house, in their houses. The answers will not surprise you. Here's a hint. Wait a minute. Let me see how many fucks I give. Oh, that's right. Zero. Go ahead. Play the clip. Saying if you, refugees welcome here. Yes. I was just wondering if you'd like to go down on a list saying you're willing to take the refugees into your home. Uh, only problem is I like rent. Um, just because you've got that refugees welcome here, yeah. I'm just wondering if you'd like to go on a list of people that's willing to actually uh, adopt a refugee and take them into your home. Well, if I had any space, I if would. If you had but any yeah, space. It would, wouldn't be. Right. Okay, rental. Yeah, yeah. You can't do it. Yeah, yeah. It's someone else's job. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you. To adopt a refugee and take them into your home? No, I'm sorry, I can't. You can't, can't take I can't. one? I don't have, I don't have, I don't, don't have, I don't have a space. Don't have the space. I, I, you have a refugee stay at your house? Yeah, I don't mind. You're going on the list? I don't mind, yeah, I can't take them in the thing. Oh wait, I can't, because my house is only a little small. And Amazing, then... that's what I was waiting for. Thank you, darling. Excuse me, my love, will you go on my list of people that's willing to adopt a refugee? No, thank you. No, thank you. Excuse me, would you be willing to adopt a refugee into your home? Uh, no. No. Would you adopt a refugee into your home? Uh, no. Thank you. No? So where should we put them then? Sorry? Where should we put them? Sorry. Sorry. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Excuse me, sir. Would you be willing to adopt a refugee? Um, I would be willing, yeah, if I had the space. If yeah. you had the space? Yeah. So where should we put them then? Where should we put them? Yeah. Uh, this is, uh... Helping! Wait, what are we doing? <laughs> Alright, let's lighten things up a little bit. Some bite-sized appetizers here. It's time for a la carte. What the hell is going on? It's never normal for a grown man to ask a child to suck on his tongue. Especially a holy man. Apparently... That needed to be clarified. Regarding Trump's indictment, formerly but always drunk Speaker of the House, Nancy, my eyebrows now start behind my head, Pelosi said, everyone has the right to a trial to prove innocence. Oh, so close. Got the basic principle of our court system backwards, kinda. Maybe a little, just a tiny bit. Meant to say innocent until proven guilty. Got the whole tenet of our rights as citizens wrong. See what I'm doing here? Stewie on Family Guy? Yeah, Pelosi. Shut the fuck up! I overheard someone say, is there anything better than the sound of children's laughter? Uh, yeah. Quiet children. And several dozen other things. I mean, kids' laughter is great, but have you heard Top Fuel? A crunchy buzzsaw metal guitar riff? The sound of a woman being pleasured? Not that I know, but still from Sal O'Fallon on conservative angry Americans via Facebook, this great quote. They took a real black woman off of a syrup bottle and put a fake white woman on beer cans. Here's a headline that should instill confidence in this administration. Security fears mount after top secret Biden Belfast visit plan found in street. How does a man lose track of the back of his own head? Add this to the list of if Trump did this, all hell would break loose. And you know I'm right, Amateur Nation. You're pathetic. 
All right, it's time for three pro things, three things that are done right in this world. Let's get to it. Number one. As someone who lived in California for 24 years, I witnessed the rapid decline in the quality of life firsthand. I mean, the filth, the crime, the degradation, the squatters, the drug users disguised as homeless. I've often said on this show, it's mental illness and drug abuse disguised as homelessness. Now, this man, whose name I simply don't know or have, speaks on California.insider on Instagram and nails it with this truth bomb. I think one of the most dishonest labels is calling the crisis a homeless crisis. Homeless to me implies you want to actually have a home. What we're really dealing with here is a drug abuse and mental illness issue on a scale we've never seen before. But our public officials want to call it homelessness and the solution is to throw a lot of money at or an ideology they call housing first. Uh, we're seeing unit costs between seven to $800,000 per unit. It doesn't even have a kitchen. This whole idea of it they're going to build their way out of it is insane. But it's also the kind of this lack of personal accountability. We're going to give you a close to a million dollar beach condo without asking you to go to rehab, without asking you to take even the smallest step towards recovery. It doesn't seem like in California, any of our elected officials or the sort of influencers and powers that be want anyone to actually get better. They just want to throw more money at it. If you can't even talk about what the cause of the problem is, if you can't mention the drug addiction and the mental illness going untreated, how are you ever going to fix the problem? California's just not a safe place. Number two. As I mentioned in the fans first shout out at the beginning of this episode, one of the uh, pro things was brought to my attention by a gentleman I worked with when I worked at Northeast Ohio Radio by the name of Joe Molnar. So he heard the show. He loves it. And after we were connected for a while by phone, he told me of how he now works with an organization called Honor and Remember with a very simple mission to publicly honor and remember every American fallen service member and recognize the enduring sacrifice of every family. Now, I'll paraphrase from their website, but the origins tell how uh, on December 29th, 2005, George Anthony Lutz II was killed by a sniper's bullet while he was on patrol in Fallujah, Iraq. In the months that followed Tony's funeral, his father, George, visited other families who had lost loved ones in the Iraq war. He began to sense that he had joined the ranks of a unique fellowship. George found another commonality among the families of fallen soldiers. After their grief had transitioned to numbness and finally to acceptance, many families wanted to know two things. Their sacrifice was not in vain and the nation would never forget. These concerns led George on a quest to discover if there was a universally recognized symbol that specifically acknowledges the American service men and women who never made it home. To his surprise, he found nothing. Thus, the honor and remember flag was conceived. The organization does flag presentations to families of the fallen that has the name of the fallen service member imprinted on the flag as well as their time served for America. You can buy a flag, request a flag, and sponsor a flag. There are other ways to get involved where you can have an impact as well. You can also sign a petition to establish a national remembrance flag. Uh, some major national and worldwide sponsors have backed honor and remember. 26 states have adopted legislation to establish honor and remember as our nation's official public symbol of remembrance. You can volunteer and or sponsor this 501c3 nonprofit organization at 
honorandremember.org. Honorandremember.org. Number three. And now the inspiration for the title of this episode. By now, you've heard about the Ohio bus driver who simply had enough from the amateur children she was driving. And, well, here's the article from Cleveland.com. Former Amherst, Ohio school bus driver Jackie Miller had finally had enough. The 68-year-old resigned from her job as a bus driver for Amherst Exempted Village Schools after a two-minute video of her yelling at her junior high bus riders went viral. Miller's rant was the result of students spraying perfume inside the bus, which she says she's allergic to and blames for causing an asthma attack she suffered just one month before this incident on March 29th. Uh, Please play one of my favorite audio clips I've ever played. The bus driver, go ahead. says Miller resigned after the video went viral but soon received support in the form of a GoFundMe fundraiser. The fundraiser, organized by Vermilion resident Jeff Grob, has currently exceeded more than $108,000 in donations to support Miller in her retirement and for a vacation. Uh, This fundraiser is to help her pay for some time off and for all the years of loyal, dedicated service, the GoFundMe page reads. We applaud her for tolerating as much as she has and are on her team. Hashtag Team Bus Driver. And of course, the article says, however, support from Miller wasn't universal. The behavior exhibited by the bus driver is unacceptable and will not be tolerated, said Mike Molnar, superintendent for Amherst Exempted Villages School District. And there's a boss who doesn't have his employees' backs. I used to have a penis. I mean, seriously, you have a 68-year-old woman. She's, by definition, a senior citizen, right? She probably... 
she's driving, she's in charge of how many dozen lot young lives on a bus. I'm sure she doesn't ask for a lot. Just, hey, I have asthma. Stop spraying perfume. And they wouldn't. So she flipped and she should have. And I'm glad she did. The article says Miller has since apologized for her actions, but also made clear she wouldn't change much about how she acted. She said, here's the thing. I deeply regret talking to these kids that way from the bottom of my heart. But here's the other thing. I won't take back a word of it. (laughs) She said, after it happened, I sat back and thought about how I'm going to miss these kids. They were wonderful kids. Miller lives in Lorraine and has been a bus driver for more than a decade. She previously drove trucks in Texas, but moved to Northeast Ohio to be closer to her grandchildren. She used to drive a bus for adults with disabilities in addition to her experience driving children. She said she hopes to drive a bus again, but this time not with children, although it was her favorite job. She added that she saw the good in all of the kids, even the disruptive ones. She said she is humbled by the support she has received from the community, the GoFundMe fundraiser, and more. One woman even offered her vacation home on the coast of Maine for a week in June, according to Miller. Subscribe to at Lou Santini on YouTube or follow me on Facebook at Lou Santini Entertainment or do both. My Dry Bar Comedy special is called Amateur Nation. You can find that at drybarcomedy.com slash L-O-U-S. No amateurs tea if you contribute to the show. Lou at LouSantini.com. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast, it's a movement. Remember, amateurs, we see you. You're not at home. Don't do life wrong. Go pro. Don't be an amateur. For Amateur Nation, I'm Lou Santini, and this has been a big major production. gonna be so far up your it's gonna dangle my nose